Being in business for yourself can be scary. Get small business savvy with Maureen and Crystal. With 24 years of experience between them, join as they discuss how to work hard and work smart. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Small Business Savvy. We are so happy that you are joining us. And today we are going to have an in-depth discussion about success. How are you doing today, Crystal? I'm doing excellent. Had a nice Mother's Day. Ran a 5K, speaking of success, so I'm happy. And I, uh, yeah, so how are you? (laughs) I am good. I also had a great Mother's Day. Did not run a marathon, but did take a nap. So... (laughs) Hey, that, that was, is, I was going to say that's successful. That's successful for, for how busy we moms and working moms can be. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't allowed myself that luxury in quite a while. So I, I was enjoying just taking a quick snooze on the couch while my son was doing some homework and then spent the rest of the day with family. So that's nice. kind of what it's all about. Perfect. So today we're going to talk a little bit about success in business and how you define success. And this discussion was prompted by a Facebook post by one of my favorite bloggers. And she had been placed on a nomination list for an award that is pretty popular among the blogging community um, and didn't win. And she posted something that was was really vulnerable and transparent, which I give her huge credit for, about how kind of disappointed she was by not winning and kind of a philosophical dive into, you know, is an award important in order for you to see yourself as a success? And it sparked a great conversation. There were a lot of comments and, you know, kind of got me thinking as well about, especially in these, these solopreneur journeys or these online journeys where there isn't a benchmark. You know, if you're in, tr- in traditional business, you might start off as an employee and you get promoted to a manager and then a regional manager, and maybe you go all the way up to CEO. And that's when you're like, hey, I've, I've made it. When you're on your own, you pretty much get to pick your own definition of success. And it may change as you go through your journey. Absolutely. It's, I I have to agree with that so much. And that's, I think one of my biggest struggles, I would say as a solopreneur is giving myself a little bit of slack and understanding of what my success is, Uh, especially somebody who came out of a corporate level and then moved into doing things on her own. I think it's definitely, uh, so sometimes hard to benchmark that, but it's, it's definitely good to have those goals. So let's talk a little bit about how do you measure success in your business? And there are many different ways to measure success in your business. And I definitely, you know, highly recommend that you have these type of goals that you set for yourself and these type of measurements, but also understand that these measurements can easily change overnight, whether they change within themselves, whether you just, you know, you reach a goal and you are, you know, successful in an area that you believe that you needed to be, and then you move on to something else, whatever the case might be. So let's kind of give you some inspiration today on some measurements of definition of success. So first and foremost, let's talk about growth. Growth, of course, is obviously something that a lot of people do look at to measure their success, whether it be you know, a blogger that might be looking at their page views on somewhere like Google Analytics, or it might be just a brick and mortar location that is looking at their growth of how many customers they have had and served in the month and those kind of things. Growth is, is a pretty big and obvious one, but I think that that's going to be one of the easiest ways 
to try and measure success in your business because growth really does show how you are gaining more attention to your business and what you're doing correctly to bring in that customer base. So growth is an amazing way to measure success. It is. It can also sometimes come with a few negatives though, depending on what else that growth brings with it. So if you have grown to the point where you now need to hire additional employees, that can be another aspect of your business that maybe you don't enjoy, or maybe that's not something you ever wanted to do. You never wanted to be responsible for other people. And there was, there was a point in my business where I was considering bringing on um, a couple of people as actual employees rather than just, you know, independent contractors. And I, I took a really hard look at it and said, you know, I don't want to be a people manager. I don't enjoy managing people and decided that maybe that wasn't an area that I particularly wanted to grow into. So if you're a, a brick and mortar store and growth means opening a second location, you now need to have, you can't be in two places at once, right? So you now need to have somebody managing that second location that you trust and that you can depend on. And that adds a lot of work. So while growth is always a good way to measure you know, a certain level of success, it also is something that you kind of need to think of ahead of time. Is that something I'm striving for or do I want to measure my success in a different way? Exactly. And the next thing that we want to talk about with measuring success is income. And I personally feel like income can almost be, you know, they say that money is the root of all evil, (laughs) you know, in a sense of things. So sometimes- Love of money is the root of all evil. The yes. money itself is pretty neutral. I, that phrase always bugs me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I get it. That's why it's like I, I have a hard time using it. And it's like I use it loosely because I feel like when you use income as a measurement of success, clearly, you know, it, it's like when, when I started this whole thing, and I know we've kind of talked about this off the mic, that when I began, I also began with the mindset of I was laid off from my career position that I had in corporate America. I was a new mom. My husband was trying to get into his career and I just needed something that was going to replace the income of what I currently had been doing in corporate America, but also wanted to be able to stay home with my kids. And because daycare costs and everything else was just offsetting. And I wanted to be able to make enough of that income where I was, I would, I would be making what I would be making had my kids been in daycare and looking at things like gas and what I was wearing to work and all those types of expenses. I just wanted to offset all those types of things. So income can be a really good way to measure success, but I'm one of those people that I, I recommend looking at it from the perspective of what works for you. You know, don't be like, oh, I want to be that CEO who has a private jet on Instagram. <laughs> and that's great. Like you, you like, you can, you can have those aspirations. Absolutely. Like go for it, girl, you know, be, be that person. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't let it get you into that kind of like you were saying, like the, the love of money can be hard sometimes where we look at somebody and we say, oh my gosh, like, you know, they're there and they're making their millions. Why can't I be that? And those kind of things don't, it's, it goes back to that whole thing of don't compare your beginning to somebody's middle or somebody's end and those kind of things. So income I think is good to measure from an, from a perspective of little tiny chunks, so to speak. So like if you're trying to replace an income 
of what maybe you did in corporate America versus now you're trying to stay home and own your own business. You know, look at it from that perspective first of like, I just want to make enough income to make up the bills. And then once you get to that point, you know, then maybe be like, I want to make enough income to be able to take my kids on a vacation of a lifetime once a year, you know, and then I want to make enough income to be able to purchase and build our own home. You know, those kind of things don't let income be like this, like immediate, like I want to do it all in 2.2 seconds, you know, give yourself some slack and then build on those goals as they come. That's kind of how I look at income anyway. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, you know, I was lucky enough to still have a part-time job when I started my own business. So my first goal was to replace the part-time income. And then when I left that job, I said, okay, now I need to make enough to, you know, to replace my full-time teaching income. So it was either go back to teaching or make my business work. So I said, okay, that's my goal. So, you know, once you reach that one, then you, you set another one. Okay, I'd like to reach six figures. And then maybe your next one is, well, I'd like to put enough away for retirement that we can travel once we're retired. So I think it's, it's perfectly fine to have kind of a, a moving target def- definition of success or a moving target goal where, you know, you reach one and you set a new one and, and celebrate each achievement. You know, it's just the fact that there's more to do does not make what you've accomplished already any less. And another measurement of success would be things like awards, you know, things that you're getting recognition for, you know, whatever it might be, maybe it's top business of the year. I know a lot of times in our area, we have best of the Northwest and it's actually hosted by one of our local news stations and businesses literally go nuts on social media during that time of year. I see like, here's our link. You can vote as many times as you want. Vote, 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 vote. You know, and I I get that it can sometimes be difficult. You know, like you had said in the beginning, you know, someone that you knew in the industry had been placed on a nomination list for an award and didn't win. So her post, you know, was talking about how much we look to others' approval and recognition. And is that the determination of success? And I think you know, it's really hard sometimes when we do to, we we give that definition of success to somebody else and not just ourselves. But like you said, that is the hardest part. I think of being a solopreneur is we want the approval of others. You know, that's what we're used to. Peer recognition is always kind of tricky because if you go back to our last episode about negativity and dealing with other people, hopefully most of your peers are cheering you on, you know, there's enough success for everyone, but there are going to be a number that are either going to feel threatened or jealous or Mm -hmm. competitive. And it's very hard to separate that when you're on the receiving end, it's hard to separate that person being that way because they have an issue with themselves versus them having an issue with you. And it can be easy to internalize some of that negativity that's coming your way thinking, well, there's something wrong with me. So I, I, I mean, I've received a couple of awards that I, I was really proud of and I, I enjoyed the recognition and I liked them, but on the other hand, I didn't want to let those define my own definition of success. I was, was very cognizant of the fact that, you know, those awards, I was up against other peers and I'm not any better than they are. I'm sometimes not even all that different than they are, but, you know, for whatever reason, you know, if my audience just happens to be the kind that click on something to vote and theirs isn't, it really, it doesn't, 
I don't want to let that define my success versus, you know, the goals that I set for myself. That the, that's how I try to define success is, you know, did I did I replace that income? Yes, I did. Okay, pat on the back. You know, that kind of um, things that, like you said, I have control over. Putting your definition of success into other people's hands is is hard. It's hard to control. I feel like it's an honor to receive an award and absolutely if that's something that you're working towards, work towards it, but work towards it for yourself. You know, if you don't win the award, evaluate what can I do next year to maybe, you know, achieve that goal. What can, what can I do to take that kind of personal accountability on it? Don't give it into somebody else's hands because then you lose that control over it. And that's really hard to take on. I think sometimes as a business is we look for that recognition and it's so important to have that recognition within yourself. I I just cannot express that enough just as somebody who has been through that so many times. So what are some other ways to be successful in business? And one of the things that kind of came to my mind that I think is also awesome, and it, I guess it does kind of go with peer recognition in its in its sense, but at the same time, I also see it as being a a matriarch, so to speak, in an industry. So when I finally had a chance to speak on a platform about social media marketing and things like that. And I had a chance to, to talk to local small businesses about that and help them with that. I didn't really realize it until after my speaking engagements and after my meetings with local businesses and managers about social media that I was getting the chance to be looked up to as an expert, so to speak, in my industry. And that felt really good (laughs) to be able to have kind of that respect from other people who are just learning about social media marketing and to basically be told, hey, I I kind of know a few things, you know, I'm always the person who believes I always have things to learn constantly. I never want to be like, Oh, I'm an expert in this. I don't necessarily like being told that, (laughs) but at the same exact time, it was nice to have that, that, I guess you could say, like I said, recognition in a sense of things. I don't base it on that. Um, it's hard sometimes when I've had, I have had, to be honest, I have had experiences where I thought I was going to get another speaking engagement and I was either told no, or I was looked over for somebody else. And I did have to fight with that moment of, oh my gosh, well, do I really know my stuff as much as I thought I did? But in all reality, I had to basically sit back and realize, okay, you know, maybe I do have some things to learn, or maybe this other person had a different spin on it than I did that was needed for that audience. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But what's awesome is to look back at those moments that I have had the chance to sit down and talk to small businesses and watch their growth from after they have sat down and spoken with me and what they've done and the items that I've given to them and what they've implemented and seeing their growth makes me feel so good because they're growing based on something that I taught them. So that's really cool. You know, it's funny. We say at, or the announcer says at the beginning of our, our podcast, being in business for yourself can be scary and it absolutely can. So, you know, where most of our listeners are solopreneurs, I would say just by having taken that step and starting your, starting your own business and putting yourself out there, that is already, you have achieved a level of success just by doing that. So many people never take that step. The fear just gets in the way. So that is, is absolutely a success. And 
you know, I look and I've, I've been able to design, you know, the life of my dreams. I am able to work from home. I've been working from home the entire time that I've had my, my son, who's now almost 15. I've been able to volunteer in his classrooms. I've been able to take him on trips and have experiences that I, I never would have otherwise. So that, you know, while I may not be the, maybe the highest income producer in the world, um, I've been able to produce some experiences that have really just made a difference in our lives. And, and to me, that, that's success. Exactly. I, I agree with that. And that's a lot of times I think we have to take a really big step back and realize that, you know, even, even if we haven't achieved all of these goals that might be set in place in front of us, looking back and taking a moment to really revel in the success of things that we've done. Like you said, like you've had the ability to design your own life. And I feel the same way. You know, I've been able to stay home with my kids. I've been able to homeschool my kids like I've always wanted to do. And that has been a huge success. And oftentimes I just really encourage you as a solopreneur out there, when you have those moments where you didn't win the award or you didn't make the income this month that you wanted to make or whatever the case might be that you didn't quite hit that mark that you were looking for, please take a moment to look back and really enjoy those successes that you have had and make those important because they really, truly, truly are. So that does it for this week here on Small Business Savvy Podcast. We thank you guys so much for listening. Tell us what you believe success is. You know, head out to our Facebook page at Small Business Savvy Podcast or our Instagram is also out there as well at Small Business Savvy Podcast. Tell us how you define success. We would love to hear from you of what your ideas are of that and get uh, just, just some inspiration from you guys as well. So thank you so much for staying tuned. And until next week, work hard and work smart.